0: The HE podcast is presented by Asian Atelier by Alin Anwar. Who is he? He is me. Hi, I'm Rafi Redzwan. This is HE. Here is my chance to share some amazing stories with some amazing people that are inspiring to me. HE celebrates everyday people of everyday life He revolves around conversations that inspire others to change the world and make a difference in life, with a little bit of laughter and a whole lot of drama. Join me for personal stories and experiences on health and healing, successes and failures, recovery and discovery, anything relatable, and anything in between. He elevates us to rise again and live our very best life. Just so you know, you are not alone. He is with you. Asian Atelier by Alin Anwar is an artisan at work, here to meticulously design one-of-a-kind bridal attire with Southeast Asian influence and a touch of French couture, well-known for its bespoke kabaya and songket for special occasions. The atelier offers bridal styling with tips and ideas that curate head-to-toe ensemble for the bridal collection that includes Chantik Sekali Kebaya, the Songkit Collection, Luxe Bridal Collection, the Red Carpet and Festive Collection. It also provides wedding planning services and an experiential wedding venue, Vilani's Marang in Terengganu. Asian Atelier is a top 10 wedding planner in Malaysia with 20 years of experience. The founder, Ellen Anwar, is a certified wedding planner and a bridal kabaya designer, passionate about creating experiential weddings and everlasting memories. For more information, visit asianatolia.com or click the link in the description below.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, when you, I just got your message and I was like, Mama, ini, betul, he wants me kan, when I look at because i have been following you, right? And uh, I know, oh, lah, kan, like, huh, look at the previous people that you've invited are like,
0: why me? Like, <laughs> Jamil fosters positive emotions to build stronger relationships and communicate effectively. In this episode, he delves into how she helps her clients find their voices to regulate their emotions positively, relieve stress, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflicts. As a certified Genos emotional intelligence practitioner, she aims to cultivate emotional intelligence personally and professionally. The vision she aspires to change is to shift their perception and to touch the lives of an individual through their families first. She believes that validating people's emotions is crucial. What matters the most is being able to provide a safe-sounding space for the members of the family to be vulnerable and express themselves healthily. This is her story. Hi Z.
1: Hello, hi Riffy. How are you? I'm good, Alhamdulillah. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Alhamdulillah, thank you for joining me today.
1: Well, thank you for even inviting me to be part of this amazing work that you're doing.
0: Yes, and I'm so, so honoured to have this conversation with you. I want to know and I want to dive deeper into emotional intelligence.
1: Basically, emotional intelligence is when we make intelligent responses to negative feelings, which I think is very challenging for all of us, most of us. And how do we make intelligent responses is basically by using specific skills. So these are the skills that I I strongly believe that... um, we have to start equipping our our generation, you know, from mm-hmm. the younger age until up to adults. So making intelligent responses requires us to be present. So I mm-hmm. know it's very hard, you know, with things when people actually really celebrate people who are like multitaskers, you know, who even let's say you want to be hired, one of the skills required is can you multitask projects? But then again, I've personally feel that when you multitask too many things you won't be able to be present so when you can't be present in the moment Mm and how can you make intelligent responses right to negative feelings you will just like you won't be there uh, to make Mm. good responses
0: so basically it's how you in layman's term is how you manage your emotion
1: yes exactly
0: And what does a certified Genos Emotional Intelligence practitioner do?
1: Professionally, a certified Genos practitioner, we we do conduct trainings, not on Emotional Mm -hmm. Intelligence. And as for me, because I'm a teacher by profession, I've been a teacher for 15 years. And what I do is I do conduct uh, therapy sessions, uh, which I call photo coaching sessions. I do conduct sessions for parents. I do conduct sessions for students as young as 10 years old, 9 years old, and I also conduct trainings for my, even my, own, my very own team. So when people focus more on developing other skills, I suppose learning how to regulate our emotion is one of the most important skills that we need nowadays.
0: And how long have you been a certified uh, emotional intelligence practitioner?
1: Okay, this is interesting part. You know, when, people, when COVID hit, I decided to just leave teaching for a while. And that was the moment when my friend, a trainer, certified trainer, she came and approached me, you know, would you like to take up this certification because um, because of COVID? So they had to conduct it online. Um, so that was actually the moment. I didn't really understand yet at that moment what is um, emotional intelligence. But because I'm a counselling graduate, because my degree is in TESOL and my minor is counselling, so in a way, I do believe that... Um, Emotional intelligence would be something useful at that moment. You know, when COVID, when COVID hit, it, it's it, it's the world stopped, right? Um, yeah. And when everybody had to be home, like me, my husband, my girls, um, as much as we love having everybody home, but it hit us differently because everybody was stressed out. Everybody yes. like, you know, we need our own space. We couldn't really. Um, it was very emotional at that moment. I think because. Um, everybody was frustrated, you know, like financially, of course, almost everyone, a lot of people were financially affected. So my husband was affected emotionally in a different level. My daughter was like continuing her degree and she was affected uh, because she couldn't really go out. It will be frustrating that right, when you are in your final year and when you are, when you have this, um, when you have been visualizing yourself being very active at university, but at the end of the day, you were trapped at home. And then my youngest, you know, being in school. So everybody was like emotionally, we, we, we didn't know how to regulate our emotion. You know, we we wanted to say that I don't want to see your face, but we are trapped at home, right? The best part about emotional intelligence is when I understand the model there are six competencies and when you understand this Rafi, it's amazing because I realized that was the moment when I realized, oh, I have to be aware of myself because under Janos, there are six competencies. The first one is self-awareness. The second one is awareness of others. So for Mm -hmm. me to be able to regulate my emotion, I have to be aware of myself first. What am I feeling? Am I angry or am I frustrated? Because those are two different emotions. Angry, am I angry at my husband or am I angry at something else? But he was the best or the easiest option for me to lash out at.
0: Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh
1: It requires, it teaches me. Although, of course, it will look like on paper or you are certified emotional intelligence practitioner. But on a deeper level, it helped me first. The, when I thought, okay, when I, once COVID is over, maybe I can just pursue my, my, my career as a practitioner. But it was actually for me, Rafi. It was for me when I learned how to regulate my own emotion. So that's when I learned that whenever I came home from work, eh, I know mm-hmm. I couldn't say hi to my kids. I couldn't say hi to my husband. I have to like, straight away go up, relax, take a shower. Then only I can go and meet them. Or else I would be bringing all these negative vibes, all my exhaustion from work and I will not be the best of me at home. Which is unfair, right? Like you try your mm-hmm. best to be the bubbly person at, at work, to be liked at work, to be like this positive um, vessel for your team. But when you're home, you're exhausted, you're lethargic, you maramara, You know, your kids. You maramara mm-hmm. Which is unfair. So that is self-evident. So I know Betul. that So I'm tired, I'm sorry, Mom. I mean, I'm i tired. Can I just take a rest first? So that's as simple as that. But it changes the whole dynamic at home with But
0: Betul. Now, I noticed that. I think when I was working full-time, I don't remember I was behaving like that because I go home single.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Now that I am a stay-at-home dad, I noticed that when my wife came home, if she has a good time at work, She'll come home looking okay. Mm-mm. I can sense that she is going through something at work and she will do the same thing, just like you did, go upstairs, freshen up, sometimes start cooking and not talking to us. I would just leave her be. Mm-mm. I know that, uh, you know, until she's ready to be herself. Um, yes, it's not fair, but what can we do about it? Ken? Like. Mm. Uh, they then just ignore it until they come back to themselves
1: that's true um, that's when I would reflect back by looking at the second competencies which is uh, awareness of others so mm. what you did was amazing when you actually let your wife to have her own space because you are aware of her emotion yes it's as simple as for example if let's like, say we're talking about uh, our family our own um, institution, I would say, our very small institution. You want to tell something. You want to talk something. You have something to tell your wife. You, as much as she is the closest to you, you mm-hmm. still have to be aware of her emotion at that particular time. Yes. Will she be able to accept? Will she be able to digest the information or the news that you want to convey? To life, uh, the news that you want to break to her. So, that is awareness of others, which I think a lot of people, they are not aware of that.
0: Mm-mm. Most of the time, I can, I'm aware of other people's emotions. But when I hit the wrong button, volcano. Uh,
2: okay,
0: volcano. Okay, so, man, man, basically, kita macam who's right? <laughs> so,
1: so yeah. macam, uh, when you press the wrong button, when people, uh, that's the, another part of self-awareness, refi, whereby mm. you have to be aware of your triggers. You know that okay, this will trigger you.
2: So, Mm-mm.
1: once you know that this particular thing can trigger you, but once you're intelligent, when you're once you're emotionally intelligent, you would know how to regulate your emotion.
2: Betul. Like, previously,
1: we would be very egoistic, kan? Macam, uh, siapa suruh cakap? Korang tau kan for instance, right? Mm. But if you learn more about yourself, you know that this will trigger you. But at work, you have to be professional. Yeah, but yeah. I always believe that if you can be professional at work, why can't you be professional at home? if you can try your best to be emotionally intelligent with your colleague, with your bosses, why can't mm-hmm. you do the same at home? Because your kids, your wife, your spouse, they need the best of you. They need the calmest version of you. They need the happiest version of you. So that's the perception that I want to change. So my goal is eventually I want to focus more on a person as uh, I want to individual I, mean, I don't want as much as we know if we're talking about money making business what's uh, to industry right Rafi we mm. know that training is a money making industry nowadays when people the the awareness about uh, in mental health is growing now okay, some trainers some coaches they're taking advantage of it but I think personally as a trainer me as I my vision is I want to go to a person because I want to create this awareness because I know how it can help the family, their loved ones first. Because you have to excel at home, then only you can excel at work. Because eventually, mm. you your work, you will lose your colleague. if You you are replaceable, but you are not replaceable at home.
2: Yes, yeah, so true. But
1: fathers, mothers, children, they have to know how to regulate their emotions so that their loved ones will be treated, I would to say will be treated well.
2: But respect?
1: Respect, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I personally feel that when you have, when, when the members of the family, they have this knowledge, they are able to regulate emotion, they have the knowledge of emotional intelligence, what matters the most is they are able mm-hmm. to provide this safe-sounding space. You know, a safe space for people to just be vulnerable. That is what it's all about. Our kids, they they choose not to be vulnerable with the parents because parents, sometimes they have too much expectation on the children. So, no, I can't. You know, if I cry, if if I tell my parents I can't do this, they will say that I'm weak. But we want our kids to come to us being vulnerable, right? Because we as parents, as a family, we should be able to be the safe space for them to just drop everything, to just cry and bounce back. Yes. That's not what we get now. Because parents' expectation towards the children is just sometimes so crazy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that the kids can't be vulnerable in front of their own parents. It's all mm-hmm. because parents they do not, they are not aware of the kids' emotion. Because the way yeah. to bring to raise our kids nowadays are different. You have your your son, right, Rafi? Can yeah. you can you can you raise him the way your dad? But your parents are amazing. Like I love your parents. Like, can, do you think you can raise the yeah. same way like your dad, your mom raised you back then?
0: Yes. Yeah, some... I guess don't know. I, I can. I can. I don't know mm-hmm. if my wife can. Uh, uh, we're two I different persons. Hmm. You, brought, you brought up an interesting point, you see, about being expressive. I grew up being able to express. So, when I got married, I was super expressive. Which is something that my spouse isn't used to. She grew up, and I cannot speak for her, but from what I understand that the difference is that she grew up, that she, not to say that she wasn't allowed to express. It's just that our culture like, basically can suppress these emotions. You cannot cry, you cannot behave, especially when you are angry, for example. So I was so expressive. And then at the same time, um, say if I were upset with something, I am also have to deal with myself being wanting to, I want to leave forever. I want want to come back to Malaysia. I told Mm. my dad, I don't want to come back at all. I don't want to see you. I'm upset. Okay, it may be true I meant what I said, but that doesn't mean I will truly do Mm -mm. because I was just expressing my anger. This is something that I saw in my son. He's upset Mm. of something. I didn't let him watch TV. Okay, I noticed he was upset. Or if I was um, if I if I were too busy working, he'd be like, "Daddy, you're working too much." I know you're upset, so he will find things to express his feelings about being upset that I have did I did not pay attention to him. He will like, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to talk to you, Daddy. Mom, go upstairs. Mm-mm. And then, okay, now before you start, so my way, it will, I would let him process his feelings. I would say Good. don't bounce the door, okay? It's not, it's not nice. But I would let him, you know, process his feeling. Um, my spouse, on the other hand, was like, why do you do that? It's rude to your dad. You should do that. You should respect your dad. Okay, that's also right. What do you think?
1: I personally feel that um, validating people's emotion is crucial, Arafi. Regardless, okay. you know. Because we, for example, um, because we are born with emotions, right? We are born with our limbs. We are born with hair. We are born, you know, like like mm-hmm. our body physically, right? And when it comes to emotion, we are born with it. So that's why we 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 have the rights to be to cry. We have the rights to be angry, frustrated. Um. So I think another important area that I would really to shout out or create more awareness is, uh, validation. Uh, so, validation of their feelings, their actions might be wrong. So, I do validate your emotions, but then again, not your actions because those are the two different things. Me validating your emotions and your actions are two different things. So, that's another thing that people have to understand. So, when we talk about validating emotion, I think the culture, lah, if let's like, say we were to translate it to Malay, kan? Macam if let's like, say you were to do something, you were to make this one decision, orang katanya, Kenapa buat macam tu, ah? Like why, why did yeah. you do that? So, why? is a very powerful word which can really break people. You know why? Because you are giving this perception that are you doubting my my capability to make my own decision? Mm-hmm. Right? When you are questioning me, why? So we have to rephrase our questioning skills. So, so what I do now, which I practice with my at home, at school, is, for instance, I'm... Um, for example, just now, kan you mentioned about why did you shout at your dad? That's rude, uh, again. So instead of asking why, okay, what made you do that? Or sometimes, kadang-kadang kita kan compute people's stupidity, kan? We just cannot compute. Why? Why? Why did you say that? Why did you do that? So instead, ask what makes you do that? Mm. What in that way? So we are asking for reasons. We are not. We are not judging them for making that action. So we can start actually by that one powerful. Question. So whenever I do coaching for parents, for example, because I am also in the safeguarding team, the good thing about private school is that we have uh, a very structured uh, system, you know, whereby if, let's say, we identify students who, who have shown certain signs, so we would definitely call the parents and we call it under safeguarding. So when I, when I consult parents, this is the, 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 among the first thing that I would educate parents, you know, how do you talk to your kids at home? So, instead of asking them why, because if you keep asking them why, for example, why did you do that? Why did you study? Uh, why did you cry?
2: Change.
1: Mm. We have to change the way we approach our kids. Then only, we will be able to provide them. They will feel safe enough to come and reach out to us. Like, I don't know what, I mean, you know, things that you've gone through, I believe it's, it's very traumatizing and all. And I know your parents, I know how supportive they are, but maybe the community were not. Okay, so the safe space though, mm. space because everybody, regardless gender, regardless religion, they deserve mm. to live. But then again, our community sometimes we have being too judgmental that we do not provide them a space to be vulnerable langsung. Yes. Can by by judging mm. them by not validating the emotion. Again, I'm talking about validating emotion, not actions.
0: Benda, kalau anak, kalau marah, kita kena validate marah kita tak boleh validate action je, Yes, Dia ketuk pintu tu. I I disagree, but of course I accept he's being angry because I know why he was angry in the first place because I didn't spend enough time with him, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's so cut clear cut what you just said just now is just suddenly reflect to me the things I've learned some of the things I've learned in school in religious class about how we should treat people around us um, when you spoke about being judgmental it's, it's easy for people to just shoot something to what they think is right
1: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: when we all as a person trying to validate our own feeling is a, it's a difficult thing to do let alone to validate other people's feelings um, this is when I think this conversation comes in where people judge other people as they please, we cannot stop them but we forget that we choose our sins too, you know mm-hmm. when I say sin our actions also, the mm-hmm. things that we do is okay to us but it's not okay for other people to do it then jadi Satu emotions of war, you know, like some, because these emotions cannot see, so you will only be able to express it with your actions, like ketuk mm-hmm. um, pintu, and then sometimes you say things you don't mean, like, you know, I personally, when I get angry or when I get upset with something, Every single thing in my mind, like I want to leave forever. <laughs> I want to get away. with I want to leave Malaysia. I want to leave America. I want to anywhere that I live, I want to <laughs> leave. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, uh, Z. I think I think what you just shared is so important. It's not just like you want to change things of how people treat with each other. It's how people understand what emotion is really about. Yeah, emotion can also be expressed to a lot of things.
1: Because it's wonderful when you validate it. Just now you share about you validating your son's emotion, right? Because hmm. if the emotions are suppressed, it will definitely lead to generational generational trauma, right? Because he's been suppressing his emotion and he doesn't know how to let it out, let it go. And then when he has his own family, his own children, he would be treating the kids the same way. So I think it's about time for us to break the cycle. Without education, you won't be able to do that. So that's why it's crucial. What you're doing is amazing, Rafi, because you know you are reaching out to people so that people will understand how as simple as... I wouldn't say validating people's emotion is simple. It's hard. That's why it's very hard for people to actually do that, to validate. Mm. Like I believe that a lot of marriages can be safe. Yes. If, let's like, say, we learn about validating our spouses, our partners' emotions.
0: Mm-mm. Yes, betul sangat. I, that, that one I agree. Not all marriages can be salvaged. Most of them can be. Kalau you tak nasu, boleh selamatkan because dunia ni sementara.
1: Betul. Because you know why? Because I've, as I mentioned earlier, there are six um, competencies in Geno's model of emotional intelligence, right? The fourth one is actually emotional reasoning. So if I can... Um, simplify to me emotional reasoning is when you have a decision to make you make sure you consult the person that you want to um macam office kan okay i assign you with something i know you are capable of doing it i have to make sure i ask you first at least will you be okay if i assign you to this project although yeah. i know deep down that you are able to do that so that is okay. emotional reasoning we do not assume people would accept it because for instance let's say you are this uh, tip-top um consultant of mine lah for instance eh? yeah i assume you will be you will perform all the time but who knows at that moment you are having you are going through the darkest moment of your life it's just that you are very good at camouflaging it so people don't know that you are going through shit. for example eh? okay yeah. so as a leader as a boss lah i'm eh, macam ala confirm lah he will be able to ace this project but then again, you're not because you're emotionally uh, disturbed, but you do not know how to 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 share with others, right? Mm-hmm. The same thing in, in, in in family, in marriages. So it's interesting when you say that as as a husband, yes, you have the power over your wife, I would say. Okay? Mm-hmm. Tapi In any decision, it, it's good if you discuss first, even with your children, you know, ask for the opinion. Will they be okay mm-hmm. with this? Will they be okay with that? Don't be um, like a dictator. Like, I'm a father so you have to listen to me. I'm the father so I can decide everything. Or I'm the father, I know what's best for my family. Although it is true. Some part of it is true. But if we in, in this current generation, in the current mm-hmm. world that we're living in, like encouraging our children to to be expressive is crucial.
2: Yes. Hmm. Wow. Or else,
1: or else, because sometimes okay, yes, you know, you don't you take a two so you you have to opt for divorce. But then again, if let's like, say you have children, married before, but luckily, alhamdulillah, I didn't have any children with my ex-husband. At least I could just stop that. I could just forget about him, like past, habis. But those mm-hmm. with children, like you, will still have to meet the mother of your child. Yeah. And then you don't want to. Betul. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kan Sebab you tak yes. nak lah macam um, psycho budak tu pula ini you know, yeah. kutuk dia ke betul kutuk dia depan dia kan so like what uh, so that's it's what? very
0: challenging I mean it's not uh, I would lie if I if I if I say I never thought about it mm-hmm. okay okay mm-hmm. I'm sure every marriage has its own challenges okay Okay, yeah. I'm sure, just to be honest here, I think I have thought about it. Like, what would happen to now that I have a, a child? It's not mm-hmm. just going to be like, bye-bye. Tak boleh, eh? Because it's, it's affecting, you know. Although, like I said, kalau if the, the, the marriage is causing you, like, physical abuse, mental, yang, yang sangat melampau, then I, I suggest that children be salvaged. Tapi kebanyakan marriage lah, some, maybe not all, banyak yang uh, nafsu betul-betul. Kawin dua, kawin tiga.
2: Ya,
0: yeah, Kan? Yang tak boleh selfish tu lain dah tu. Yang ini masalah yang macam yang banyak nafsu je. Macam tak bersyukur, macam ai tak bersyukur kadang. <laughs> for me, for me kalau I pergi, I rasa macam tak bersyukur sebenarnya. Sebenarnya bu- keluar bukannya bukannya selamatkan ai pun. Banyak orang uh, emotional intelligence dia low exactly mm, sebab tu bukan marriage saja dia sekolah tempat kerja kawan all of this because we don't we our emotional ent- intelligence are very low maybe we were not cultured in that sense we we're not educated enough i don't know so now you have shared that what has led you to be on this journey how do we find our voices in this journey of emotional intelligence how do we manage our emotion Positively to basically to start with relieving our stress and then be able to communicate effectively so that we can empathize with others and then overcome the challenges and eventually diffuse conflict.
1: Okay, that's a very powerful question, Rafi. You know what? Um, I think if you Google or if even if you go to chat GPT, you know how to how to be an uh, uh, an emotionally intelligent person you get yeah. all the information there everything is there but based on my experience as a trainer the the first step or the the most crucial part that everybody has to learn is to be an attentive listener we have to start learning how to listen actively listen attentively because, there's an amazing book and I love the book so much. I can't remember the author. So this author, she has actually opened up my mind about the concept of supporting conversation versus shifting conversation. So what we've been doing all this while, or not we, but most people have been doing all this while is we've been shifting. We, we feel that we we are a good listener, right? But then again, we've been shifting the conversation just because we want to show other people that, oh, I've been in your shoes before. Oh, I know how you feel. So for instance, we're talking about families, right? You talk yeah. about your son just now. I could just easily say, oh really? Oh yeah, my son or oh, my daughter, she does exactly the same thing. Whenever she's angry, she would bang the door. So that is shifting. But maybe because of lack of awareness, my intention was just to show you that you're not alone, Rafi. Not just your child. My child does the same thing too. Okay, that's my, my pure intention. But then again, you, when you are ready to just be vulnerable, open up, you know, about the conflict in your family, you tak habis cakap lagi orang lain dah, dah cerita pasal dia. So, dia tak habis, dia tak puas.
2: Hmm.
1: Dia jadi macam, eh, aku pula dengar cerita dia. When you, you are like, you are finding the outlet to just let go your frustration, right? So, that is shifting conversation and that happens a lot. So what we should do is, for example, for us to release really stress for us, because one of the ways for us to release really stress is actually to be able to just let it out, right? That's why I'm being very, I am very particular whenever I want to talk to someone. So
2: yeah.
1: I have to talk to, that's why it's very important because now I think it's, it's a lot better because people are more, people now embrace. Attending therapies, people embrace, you know, going for counselling because all this while I don't want to go to a, for counselling sessions because it proves that I'm, I have a problem. I am the problem, you know. But then yeah. it's crucial sure for us to go to professionals because they are trained to, to learn, to, to listen because they won't be shifting. They will be supporting your conversation.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's why people, I think, that one of the reasons why people suppress their emotion is because, they you know, if they go to their parents, their parents, ah, I've told you, right? I hate uh,
0: the word itulah. I hate, I hate <laughs> it. I like when my mom to I told, uh, you yeah, told you already.
1: already. <laughs> uh, or they will immediately give advice. Betul tak?
0: Hmm, tak, they advice? advice. Uh, balasan. Tak pasal-pasal uh. aku pernah balasan. Uh, Kena, <laughs> jadi lah Kelah, dah ada anak sendiri kan masih ah. tak ke- ada anak sendiri ada tanggung apa sih pula so, lah. Course betul. Aisyah apa sekarang macam ini? You know, Alah kenapa ko ada sembunyi balas Aisyah? My mom hears <laughs> <persini>. me. <laughs> okay tak, uh. kau, tak kahwin salah kahwin salah. What tak tahu tak? You want kan <laughs> okay. Come on come uh. on.
1: No so, <laughs> Michelle. So that us, you know, like growing up. I think our generation lah the nineteen eighties kids kan So Growing up uh, our parents the way we were raised or we are raised is basically macam um, ah matulah immediately they will give advice yeah. so that's the thing that macam terus the shift tu macam dulu masa I kecil dulu dah jadi cerita dia pula faham tak do mm-hmm. my I would never do that to my dad you know I were kena lempang confirm kena lempang so faham tak dia terus shift so, when your child is actually baru nak buka cerita semua, so you are supposed to support the conversation. So, that's when the questioning skill is important. You know, you tanya cakap, what makes you do that? You know, what makes you feel that way? What do you think you should do? Which is has to be nurtured lah. You have to learn how to... So, coming back to when I told you that I am I'm being very cautious whenever I want to tell people. So, if... Because we have like different set of friends, can. Mm-hmm. I know if I need to talk, I would only go to this one person if I need to talk, because I know that he or she is a is a great listener. So if let's say you want to you need someone to talk to, you have to know whom to go to. They will be shifting the conversation and eventually you will be you the one who have to listen to the person. And another thing is that when people shift their conversation, the the biggest, the scariest thing is that when people actually give you solutions, um on a professional level, as a counsellor or as a trainer, we are not allowed to give solutions to our clients. What we do is we support them with questions so that they will be able to gain their own clarity. Because, by, for example, Ranty, if you have any problems, you know what you want to do. You know what needs to be done. It's just that you need to listen. You need to hear it out loud from yourself. You nak kena dengar, you cakap benda tu. But then again, you are unable to do that because you don't know the right questions to ask. So that's the magic of photo coaching. So I I mm. combine emotional intelligence with photo coaching because um, sometimes people are more visual, right? Yes. So using the cards, using the pictures in a way it can help you to sort of people sort of like think to think out of the box to see the unseen. Can, oh. Just by looking at one photo, in a way, maybe that one particular photo will bring you back all the way to when you were ten. And sometimes certain people they are more, uh, they 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 can see things clearly clearer with words. So that one particular word, for example, I just did my uh, a session. I did uh, a coaching session last week. The word was compassion, and it hit me like, ugh. I'm losing my compassion a bit recently. So, I have to nurture it back. So, what do I have to do? So, again, for you to be able to do that, you have to know the right person to talk to.
0: Although we know sometimes all this, um, all these uh, skills and whatnot, sometimes I cannot help it to be my own mother, you know? What do you mean? Shifting and supporting. Mm-mm. Instead of listening, kita shiftkan to giving our advice, Giving our opinions,
1: Especially our <laughs> opinion, right?
0: Ha, and menyakitkan hati tau I Reflect balik dekat dia macam dia Yang bermasalah, padahal Dia nak ceritakan je So, it's hard to not to do that Although I personally do not like that um, But at the same time I'm guilty of it too um, There are times I Instead of listening I cut it off But I, I people do that to me too if it's not my spouse, my family members, or friends, um, how do we balance that?
1: It's doable, you know. I know yeah. it's, I understand it's hard, but it's doable because, uh, for instance, me and my husband, our age gap is big, it's huge, you know. Um, I'm 439, he's 450. So he is basically like our my uncles, you know, like my mm-hmm. dad, that generation young. Uh, you know, or immediately, especially to to our children, our daughters. But then again, I would be, maybe because, okay, I have, I'm equipped with the skills, with the knowledge. So, I would be the one who would tell him, listen to them first. And now, what I do is, which is very powerful, Rufi, whenever I want to go to him, and whenever Mm -hmm. I want to tell him something, I would tell him, okay, I have something to share with you. I don't need you to give me advice. I I know what I want to do. I just want to share with you what I have in mind. So he's ready not to give me advice. He will immediately give me advice. And when I do not follow whatever that he said, he'll be frustrated. You know? But then I would tell him, like, I didn't ask for your advice. I just want you to listen to me. Would you rather me coming to you or go to other guys?
0: Yes. And let it be your experience for you to learn. Hmm. Betul, like, Betul. Uh, biar, biar, biar you yang Okay, you, you ceritakan And then if it happens to you okay, You probably Something happen and be like Eh, I could have done this Okay, that's your experience to learn Not for him to exactly. dictate uh, Not yeah. for him to Yes, aturkan
1: My stepdaughters They are big now For example, the eldest is 24 The youngest is 18, right? So mm-hmm. whenever they want to tell us something um, I will let them tell me first and then at the end, after they have shared everything, then I would ask them, uh, would you like my advice? Or I would tell them, Can I <laughs> yeah. at the end, at the at end. At the end. I like.
0: Huh. I like that style. Huh? You just taught me mm-hmm. something. I think when my son wanted to come to me, let them talk betul? And then at the end, we asked them back. Mm-mm. Would you like my advice? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to tell you anyway.
1: Right. We, should, we should try that. We should okay. try. Okay, the okay. Actually, actually they will listen. Yeah. But at least they will feel, feel really that, okay, I know that it is safe for me to come to my parents to just share. And yes, I do welcome advice because I know that they are, of course, wiser than me. You know, they have more experience, but at least I'm heard. You know, I'm they, they listen to me
0: after listening to what you just said I want to hug my wife, my son Aww. my mom, my dad, my brothers my sisters, like, I'm sorry if I, I did not I thought I, I was highly, you know I have high EQ <laughs> but I
1: don't when you're shifting, kan? Yeah? No, oh, when I, you're shifting. No, I know your personality, I've known you since we you, you were in school, right? you like, oh yeah la, la, la. so that's the personality oh, that's the vibe that people need that people need because i have like one person memang who's like that at work but there would be a, some there would be time when i would stay away from the person.
0: Mm-mm. Sebab there too much energy high too vibration too high. Yes. Sometimes that's too that's much. That's... Ah, betul, betul. Betul. I sendiri tak boleh dengan diri i kadang. Or, mm. Orang macam i. Tak boleh. And there's nothing
1: wrong. It's just that there are moments oh. yang macam okay it's a bit too much i yes. can't i can't cope.
0: Mm-mm. Hmm. Mm, betul My son My wife lah I mean we live together For 10 years kan mm-hmm. There they will be a quiet moment That's the moment when I know she had enough When I give too much energy
1: How does that make you feel?
0: That's when I I will talk to my cousin pula You know uh, Now that I have a podcast The podcast is sort of my outlet Tapi But not so because A lot of them are my guest's story Kan and I will mm-hmm. share mine a little bit. Tapi sometimes I feel like I'm, sh- I'm being shut. Sometimes mm-hmm. just because this person needed that space. And I have to respect that. I, I really have to because we all, we all need that space. If she needs the space, that space, at the time when I had so much to talk about, I have to respect that space. Even my son, six-year-old son, needed his space. There will be days he will just wake up in the morning, tak peluk, tak chio. he just went down and have his moment alone, downstairs. I know, I, I think I know. I think, you know, I personally you know I have that energy that sometimes I talk too much and everything. But at the same time, I, when I want to talk about something, when people like, oh, I cannot have you right now, Maybe some other time. I have to respect that. I this I have learned a long time ago. Mm. And and I would just go lah until they're ready. And I would not take that personally, meaning just because they wanted the space, I would not like you the ni. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I would still welcome them. I have I think forgiveness, acceptance is another, another whole conversation. Correct, correct. I accept them for who they are and I forgive them for what they did because I am no different. Sometimes I may have done it to other people. This is a, just another reflection of me. Okay, I welcome you back into my life. that's
1: amazing. That's amazing, You know why? Because um, that's when another level of self-awareness is needed because you, you have so much to share, right? But people, your loved ones are not ready. Because they are in their own bubbles, right? So, that is another important part where you would have to identify, okay, I can go to my loved ones. So, what would be my other outlet? So, for example, yes. you have your podcast. But then again, it's your guest's stories. Mm-mm. So, what would be another outlet for me? So, if someone who do not have a high emotional intelligence, they would be like attacking people then. Mm. Like, why, why can't you be there for me? You know, blaming others and all. So,
0: the thing jadi conflict kat luar tu yang gaduh sampai uh, sampai pukul-pukul ke is that why
1: yeah because you know what, based on what you've been sharing with me today your self awareness towards others is really high because you are more observant now okay she's not okay so let's not go to her yet you know okay my dog my son needs his time okay let him be first so that is self awareness of others you are aware of those around you which is amazing
0: I tak boleh I jadi depressed lah Bila uh, I tak ada outlet tu, I become so depressed Sampai correct. bunuh-bunuh diri lah. Jadi macam not bunuh diri But suicidal thought like yeah. maybe I don't Deserve to live This so, life
1: that's why It's crucial for us To educate our family members You know Like even for my husband pun, Sometimes when I know That I can't But he has to tell me But I really need you now So I have to As a person Regardless how tired I am Let me be there for you Let me be there because I, I know you need me the most So When everybody knows What their role is Regardless how tired they are They will be there for
2: you mm.
1: Because they they, they they know how to regulate Their emotion Sometimes I will tell my husband Because he's, he's a uh, Social media marketing person Right So he's with his phone All the time So initially I got really frustrated Because whenever I want to Talk to him He would be like Holding his phone I know he's listening But you know People won't be like Listening 100% Giving 100% attention on you Right
0: mm-hmm. So now I'm
1: smarter so what I do is, uh, betul, let betul, me betul. know. I would ask him, I would tell him, okay, let me know when you are ready to talk, or let me know when you are ready to listen. Then he would tell me, okay, give me 10 minutes. So then I know lah, I just have to wait for another 10 minutes. Then he would put his phone away. Then I can have like 30 minutes conversation, uninterrupted conversation with him. Because he knows that he has 10 minutes to come to complete whatever that he has to do, because the next 30 minutes will be his attention towards me. It, it reduced a lot of frustration in me and in him. Because yes. I even told him, okay, whatever I'm going to tell you is what I want to tell you. I don't need your advice. I just need to let it out. Then he would not give me advice. But eventually at the end too, I would ask him, what do you think?
2: Mm.
0: Just to show mm.
1: him respect la, that you know your, your thoughts matters.
0: Yes, indeed. indeed. Um, I would like to talk um, your role as a practitioner Do you evaluate them? Is it okay to talk about it? Like, how do you evaluate a person who needed this sort of therapy? And how can they benefit uh, this therapy?
1: Because I'm based at school. uh, So, what my other certified trainers do who are in corporate, of course, is different. You know, because you have this 180 degrees uh, evaluation, 360 degree evaluation, right, in corporate. So my other trainers, that's what they do. But as for me, I just conduct more of like a coaching session and coaching and therapy session. So usually if children have, issue, children have issues, of course, I would, like what I've said earlier, I do, I conduct photo coaching, right, with my, my clients. So usually if things happen at school, I would do one session with the children. If based on the session, I can see that it's because of things that happen at home. Then I will call parents in and I just like make it very casual, like playing cards, getting them mm-hmm. to share. Because mainly eventually you will find out that they are not really heard at home. So to answer your question, um, what what I do is I do on a more of, of a personal level, more of like a therapy sessions, because I think I mean I think, but generally starting. 2020, as much as we want to talk about skills, you know, AI and all, eventually, it's still human touch.
0: What are the barriers you realize people are struggling with?
1: That's a very important question. No, that's a powerful question, actually. I think the biggest barrier is feeling unimportant, that my story is not worth listening to. So that's why they keep surprising themselves. And why do that happen? Mainly because we are not trained how to provide a safe space for people to actually just be vulnerable. Like, for example, um, I don't really like it when people, you know, with this idea of, you know, women, independent women. Like, I don't want to be an independent woman. I don't want to be an independent, independent woman because, you know, I know that whatever it is, I still need a man with me because for me to operate, to live my life, Fully, I need my support system, right? So regardless how independent you are, or how strong you want to be, or how strong you want to be seen, eventually you need a safe space Mm for you to stay vulnerable. Because it is okay to cry. That's why I really don't like it when parents, because I'm at I'm at school, right? Like, jangan nangis, jangan nangis, apa ni? You are a boy, jangan nangis. Like, boy or girl, we come with emotions, right? Then who says that boys can't cry? Who says that crying make you weak? So I believe that, to answer your question, the biggest barrier is us not welcoming vulnerability in our life, in our community. Like crying, uh, you're weak, you know? Like, because we need moments. There are moments, there are ups and downs. So when you're up, people will be cheering, celebrating you. But when you're down, who are there? Even sometimes our circle, our parents, our families, they do not know. Maybe because... Again, that's what I say It could be like the, this generational trauma, you know. Our parents—they're not, they don't know because to them, this is how I was brought up. So this is how I'm going to raise you. I turned out to be good, maybe physically, maybe, maybe, uh, in terms of work, yes, professionally. But emotionally, you are broken, and you are mm-hmm. giving the same vibe to your children, right? Mm-hmm. So again, to answer your question, I believe that the the barrier is. Us not having that safe space It is said that I mean it is good That Now we are more open Towards mental health But then again People are still skeptical um, Still judgmental Uh, It's good that people Are more comfortable Going to Reaching out for Counseling sessions Therapy But Wouldn't it be amazing If let's say That safe space is our
0: home Yes If it's not home Mana lagi kan If it's not Ah. home Where else Everything begins at home. You cannot escape that. Tak boleh, I think. And then satu lagi, kita selalu di-compare, not kita, means people in that generation selalu say like, kita dulu. Okay, I can, I maybe say that sometimes, but the zaman dah berubah. Dulu tak ada phone. Lepas tu, dulu, sekarang, you know, tak banyak, Kompetit Tak sama. Competition dulu dengan sekarang tak sama.
1: Exactly. Betul.
0: Lain. You hmm. dulu engineer ada 10. Sekarang engineer ada 1000. Dulu degree ada 3000, 10,000. Sekarang degree 50 juta. <laughs> so tak sama. You tak boleh nak samakan my success dengan my dad success. Hmm-mm. True. Because competition is way too high and you cannot say that I don't have the same emotion struggle as they are or mental capacity. I cannot build, you know, the, the strength the way they did because kita, zaman kita tak sama. Some my exposure—you cannot discount that, you know. And then it's easy for people, uh, in that generation. Sometimes, uh, usually my my relatives lah, lah, my uncles, ke my aunties, kan? auntie dulu, uncle dulu, oh, boleh boleh ni je mentor. <laughs> I'm not book mentor. It's not mentor. I. It's not just mentor. I just don't. You know. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's I not, It's like you said. It's validation, and then. I heard a lot in my podcast is the struggle with validation is something that a lot of people go through, meaning to say the need to not be validated somewhat is the antidote to validation. But we need validation. We need to be validated for the work that we do, for the feel that we feel, for the emotions that we feel, for the anger that we are you know, upset about or whatever
1: talking about validation i'm sorry to cut you off um yeah. have you heard of love language
0: yes the five language of love or something yes like, uh, bagi barang peluk apa act of kindness act of something okay go on
1: <laughs> so for instance because about uh, validation right uh-huh. this is how i connect the dots because a lot of people want to be validated but uh-huh. they, they 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 need to be validated differently So, when you talk about when you understand a person's love language, for example, there are five like what you mentioned earlier. So, there's uh, word of affirmation, touch, gifts, act of service. Uh, Another one I can't really remember. So, for instance, let's say your wife is someone um, I mean, her love language is act of service which means he loves it. She loves it when you do the house chores without her asking you to do it.
2: Yes.
1: For example, like uh you nampak kereta dia takde di minyak dah you know with your own gestures you go and isi minyak uh to with that will make her feel loved for example yes yeah, yeah. like my husband uh her his love language is word of affirmation so whenever he pays off the bills for example he would update me like okay I dah bayar di rumah bulan ni apa-apa i would uh-huh. just say to him thank you for working hard to provide us a home and then i could see he would be beaming uh macam i my love language is touch. So, I know you are busy but on my tired days, I just need you give me like three minutes of the tightest hug and uh, then you nak pusing kanan ke? I nak tidur? I nak pusing kiri ke? Tak <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, do, I don't need it would be like macam, you nak ni tak? You nak ni tak? I don't need those things because I already have those. Like handbag, yeah. watch. I don't need those. Mm-hmm. But he thinks because that's how he was brought up because uh, my late father-in-law, Orang zaman dulu kan, so dia tak adalah peluk ke, tak ada cakap good job tak, he would buy presents. So my husband always thought back then, that's how I should do to my children, bagi, bagi hadiah, bagi hadiah, bagi I hadiah. But I told him, no, I just need touch. That's how I will feel loved. So after both all of us, once we understand each other's love language, it saved a lot of money, I would say. <laughs> yes, yeah. He wouldn't buy me unnecessary things, right? So, uh, I mean, like what I said earlier is apart from conducting sessions for parents at school, I also have like personal clients. So, there was one, this one, one person, one lady, anak lima, uh, and she's a full-time housewife. So, when she came to me, she's, she was very determined to uh, ask for divorce from the husband. The youngest was back then only five years old and she's not working still. Then I asked, her, okay, you not sure right? I mean it's your I mean it's it's your decision, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, what is your plan? What is your plan? Adalah, I'll tanya semua tu. And then there was one question I asked her. Uh, what what actually do you want from him? I nak dia belikan I barang mahal-mahal. I nak dia belikan I handbag, After a while, she paused. Yeah. Then she said, Tak adalah. Kalau balik kerja tu nampak goreng pisang yang saya selalu suka, beli je lah. Kalau tahu budak-budak suka ais krim, beli je lah. You know, yes. just is. So, it's actually gifts. Her love language is gifts. And it doesn't have to be like expensive, extravagant things. It's just that you buy something for her, macam that shows that, oh, you thought of me. You are actually thinking of me when you are out working. You nampak benda yang suka kecil pun, you beli. So, yeah. that will make her feel validated.
0: Yes. Betul. So, Yang dia this. cakap Mahal-mahal tadi tu Just out of anger aja. Of course Those are the things are Bonus lah Dapat mask Dapat tu Dapat ni kan Telephone mm. ke apa Those are bonus lah Kalau lelaki nak bagi But of course Not everyone is rich kan
1: Itu je That's why when you mention About validation Because sometimes Maybe all you need For example Let's like say at work For example You've done amazing job Maybe all you need Is just macam like, Good job Raffi. You need mm. that Certain people Maybe macam like, Jom pergi makan
0: Mm-mm.
1: Or certain people be like simple simple gifts.
0: Yes, reward. I is it okay for people to want all of the language? <laughs> oh, way, no, it,
1: yes. Technically, we have all of the languages. We need all of the
0: languages. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> nak touch. I nak affirmation. I nak act of service. I nak gift. Everything.
1: Mm-hmm. But so it's just that if let's like, say you do the test, you will see that which one is more. Oh, uh, the test? to towards too, yes uh, you can just oh. go online uh, the love languages love five love language.com if i'm not mistaken
2: okay
1: so um, so like my husband is definitely word of affirmation so little, little things for example he got a new client well done saya thank you for working hard um the thank you so much so he loves that he loves being appreciated that's how so that's why he doesn't like gifts so, mm. thank God, so on his birthday, I don't really have to buy him gifts.
2: Yes. Cake?
1: Uh-uh. So, senang lah when you understand each other's uh, love language. Or yeah. else you will be validating the wrong things, you know? Like, yeah. what, what, you I, what What do you mean by I never validate yeah. your emotion? I buat apa-apa ni But, yeah, but it's not what I want. Again, salah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: betul. <laughs> <laughs> betul. validation i think validation is important i think although like i said kan macam you don't need you're trying to tell yourself you don't need to be validated like some sort of uh, an ego forming in your body trying to avoid validation but we need at some point macam mana you berjaya kan eventually you nak you're not people validate your work or validate that I love you, you love me with gifts, with touch, with anything.
1: And when we talk about self-awareness, right, you have to, you have to know whose validation you need the most. Mm. For instance, when I was talking to my youngest, um, I think it was, I can't really remember what it was all about, but I did ask her, okay, whose validation do you need? You need your friend's validation or whose validation is important now? Because it may change. You know, subject to changes lah. For example, for this particular issue, I need my parents' validation. Other people can say anything about me, I don't care. But what really matters to me is for my parents to be proud of me. Other people, they don't want to say anything, that's fine. All I want to hear is my dad to just say, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. you teachers can give you award. So that's school but then again if you come home your parents do not validate your achievement so you mm-hmm. have to identify whose validation matters to you the most
0: and it changes according to the subject
1: correct for example okay. at work maybe you think um i mean as you mature you of course you have your kpis so that you have to achieve right but then again uh, even after you have achieved it it's not your boss's validation that you need. You just need, you You just want to go home, tell your husband what you've achieved and for him to see, I'm really proud of you, sayang. That tops your boss's punya pujian. Faham tak?
0: Yes.
1: You your heart full, that makes you want to give more. So,
0: that's can suddenly, it... you can con- you can like move forward. You can drive yourself. Yeah. Very simple, kan? It sounds yeah. so simple. It's, but, but... People take for granted. Even, I mean, I'm guilty of that too sometimes. What is your advice to anyone who's looking into emotional intelligence journey to improve their life?
1: This is what I always tell people. Um, I would like to go back to uh, being an attentive or active listener. So I think that's the very first step that we can actually take. Um, Equip ourselves with the skills of becoming an attentive listener because your loved ones would need that that safe space and you should know where to go to if you want to vent out, you know. But like what I've told you earlier, if I know that I need to talk to someone, I would go to certain people. When I know that something is not right with me but I don't want to talk, I would always go to this one place, Rafi. It's called Sand Play Therapy.
2: Yeah.
1: Sand Play Therapy is where when you enter the room, there will be like, the room is filled with little-little toys, miniature. And then you will be given like two boxes of sand. White uh, sand and also dry sand. So you just have to play around so you won't really feel like you have... You, you, you will feel like you are playing. Like Lego, macam So once yeah.
2: you're
1: done with your box, The therapist will come to you and the therapist will interpret the box on your behalf. So, for example, let's say the both of us, we go together and we choose the same toys. For example, let's say we choose Spider-Man. But my Spider-Man, although it's the same one, will be interpreted differently than yours. So, that, I would definitely go there when I don't feel like talking when I don't know what's going on with my mind, I don't know what's going on with my body, I don't know what's going on with my life, but I know something is wrong, I would go there. Because I need somebody to tell me. So, mm. for us to... If you want to go seek for uh, therapy, one is you have to be ready to be vulnerable. Because sometimes people, like, they, they, they still they are still being a bit reserved right? Yes, uh, yes. But I don't want to give it all.
0: Uh-uh, betul. That uh, was me when I started.
1: <laughs> so, when you don't want to give it all, uh, I do not recommend you to go to a counselor where you are required to talk. So, you okay. go for something that you will just play, let someone tell you what's going on. At least you can speak yeah. on your... At least a professional. Rather than orang lain judge you lah. kan? Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. Uh, I think the very first step is... It's okay. We do understand because reaching out is not easy. Being vulnerable is not easy. So if you feel that you are scared, you don't want to give it all, then you can go for sand play therapy. It's it's amazing. It's, a, it's very helpful. So slowly, you will be able to open, open up. up. Because you have to build trust first. Uh, uh, yeah, and one more thing. I believe that another reason why... Um, I don't know what's happening now. What, what, how is it now? Because, maybe because in my school, the counsellors are amazing. You know, in terms of uh, uh, PNC. They really jaga benda tu. But back then, when I was in school, like, you can go and tell the counsellor, within hours, you know that other teachers are, know about your story.
0: Yes, betul. <laughs>
1: they betul.
0: Sekolah-sekolah kerajaan especially. Ha, huh, so. sekolah kerajaan, klinik kerajaan, hospital kerajaan, anything kerajaan is, is like that. Haa, so then
1: how? How can we have tak the tahu. trust? Can we trust Di, you? Dia, macam dia orang
0: tak ada law lah pasal kat Amerika dia panggil HIPAA. I don't know about Malaysia. Uh, kerajaan kita tak ada law untuk cikgu-cikgu ni, kera- kaki tangan kerajaan yang kerja untuk public ni, yang bawa information-information yang sangat critical macam ni ha. to safeguard this. I rasa tak ada. I'm not sure. Maybe wrong but I know tak ada sebab tu diorang berani buat.
1: Even kalau ada pun orang tak ikut
0: buat, rasa. Tak lah, dia tulis je tu piagam tapi uh. terkejut dengar, budak ni ada tattoo, budak ni LGBT or whatever. Teacher tu dah tahu lepas tu teacher tu pergi masuk kat dalam kelas je, pergi cerita. Hmm. Gila you... lah.
1: So that's why I think another reason why people are skeptical of of reaching out.
0: Yes, of course. And that's why kita makan teruk tau. I mean, I'm not, I'm saying that kita means like macam mana orang tak, bila orang takut mm. nak get help, Mm-mm. dia tak solve benda tu. That it right? doesn't, it tak solve because benda tu akan jadi lagi teruk. Parah, parah diorang panggil. Itu yang it kita true. tengah, kita lihat sekarang ni. I just saw hari tu kementerian uh, wanita ke, kementerian keluarga ke, saya tak ingat yang D- 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 Datuk Nancy cakap. Um, people are starting having sex at the age of 12 in Malaysia And most of them are in Kelantan
2: hmm, okay, Selangor
0: okay. ah, Lepas tu <laughs> Buatlah berita keluar lah berita tu Lepas tu you know you know, what? Because, you know why Because you judge people People Diorang bukan takat having sex at 12 Benda yang diorang buat tu Kita tak boleh nak control It's behind closed doors right Kita tak nampak right. Tapi bila dia start bawa penyakit Yes they start buat penyakit and spreading it around. And then kena kat baby ya eh, bila STD ni baby boleh cacat, bila dia orang mengandung. And... Yes, so boleh. So jadi tiba so, orang tak nak bagi KKK, dia kena marah, kena kena uh, macam conversation you cakap dari shifting conversation tu lah, mm-hmm. They start raping people, they start doing other things that they're not supposed to because kita punya community like dia orang stigma yang sangat teruk. Correct. Betul? Sebab kita tak boleh... To kan, dia ada dua benda tau. Daripada you tak boleh... Kawal, benda tu, you memang tak boleh kawal. You tutup atau buka air tu. Mm-mm. You cannot you cannot control because people do it. So, it's best if you give them the space to get treatment or you merebakkan lagi benda tu. Betul. Which one would you choose? Mestilah bagi mereka space to get treatment, kan? Mm-mm. Safe. Safe treatment meaning... Tanpa rasa prejudice. Tanpa rasa judgment. Tanpa mm-hmm. rasa diorang ni uh, uh, discriminate Because of their lifestyle choices. Betul. They cannot get help if you putting a shield and then you don't build the trust with them. So I think to, to, top, it, to top it up, your advice that when you find your uh, person to uh talk to make sure you trust them sluggi you tak you know it's gonna be challenging or something you're gonna have to find your way out lah. there's a lot of resources I believe and then it's not easy to find the right one because everyone is entitled mm-hmm. to their opinion and but at the same time it's important to practice um practice apa dia panggil ni? practice uh, not privacy yeah. Ah yes. Kena practice ni penting sangat ni. Especially you when you are in this kind of service.
2: Mhm
1: like macam everyone's story, everyone's dark story is a dark story for them. You know, maybe if let's like, say once we have heard it macam lah tu je ke, tak ada apa lah, nak malu-malu sangat. But to that person it's it's something huge, mm-hmm. something dark. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh so that's why um providing that space for them to, to be able to open up is really important. Mm. And I'm. it has to start from home. So everyone has to want to, you know, equip themselves with those skills. You know, like moving forward, right? for example, in a marriage, eventually it's not about sex anymore, right? When you grow old together, it's not about sex anymore. It's about yes. a companion. <laughs> so, yeah, it's about having a companion. But if you are a companion who cannot listen to your wife, then... How are you going to live the rest of your life together, right? When you don't listen. I don't listen. Know. You keep shifting. Itulah, uh, shifting.
0: shifting. Shifting. Uh. I like lah. I need to find that book. I like yeah, that shifting. I'll
1: share, I'll share the, the book with you nanti.
0: Mm. Shifting be... dengan apa, support. Eh? Support. The chapter, support. Is very support.
1: Short. the chapter is very short. But then I think now you know the term already. I think you can have your own examples. Shifting mm. and
0: supporting. Mm-hmm. Nanti I, I just Google and find out also tapi at the same time kan masa buat rehab dan therapy tu kan you mm-hmm. you mention about being dark kan to this the, the experience is dark for you kan when mm-hmm. i went to rehab i thought my story was dark Bila I dengar orang lain punya am macam i <gasps> did balik macam eh biar betul macam huh. ada rasa kita rasa macam eh, kita ingat kita punya dah dark orang ni lagi dark yang dia dengar i punya Dia pula, eh, aku ingat aku punya dark, dia punya lagi. Uh, <laughs> so then. dia, uh-uh, dia rasa macam, so because it was a circle time tau. Dia bukan one-on-one punya. Dia ada dua session. Satu session tu, mm-hmm. it's a circle time. The circle time is you share what you feel you can share openly. Okay, so masa tu, bila dia cakap kan, I really felt like my story was dark, kan? Like mm-hmm. I cannot accept myself, this and that. Bila cerita, dia orang macam, Haa? dia orang rasa bersyukur yang dia orang bukan ai. Yang <laughs> 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 bersyukur yang you bukan dia orang eh. Ah, yang Arifulah bersyukur bukan dia orang. Tu <laughs> so, dia tadi macam kau tahu balik tau. Tiba-tiba semua orang macam oh I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love my I love my son. Bila dia dengar macam ih eh, betul lah. Yang ni yang ni cerita bapak dia bunuh. Ha. <laughs> Bapak dia was, ni kat Amerika lah, Amerika kan, uh, uh, ni kan, lepas tu, yang seorang ni ada ni, ada yang seorang ni pula, uh, bapak dia uh, mabuk-mabuk or something lah, abusive and everything, I pula macam, oh my god, teruknya, siannya, something like that. Hmm. Lepas tu dia dengar I pula in a marriage where I'm not being myself, but it's okay, but I, I don't want to be in it, but I want to be in it, diorang macam, huh, how do you live like that? Diorang macam bersyukur <laughs> diorang, <laughs> bersyukur diorang ada. <laughs> Ado walaupun aku bunuh-bunuh tak apalah. <tuk> tak dia... apa. Sebab ai punya daging teruk dapat tak boleh terima. Ha, hidup ai macam, so macam oh, ai pula, eh, kita pula tak nak yang pukul-pukul mabuk-mabuk tu kan? Betul. Itu eh, yang mau mabuk tu kan macam, eh, sialnya kecil-kecil you kena pukul, pukul <tuk mabuk. Oh, <tuk> hmm. orang butih kena arak. Something like that lah. So <tuk> I was like, okay my story is dark and then other people's also dark. So in our own eyes, it is dark. Can okay? we at to cross, cross share like that? Oh, okay. There's something to look at. There's always the bright side to look into. Meaning, we, none of us is perfect. No matter what we go through, tak ada orang yang sempurna. Now, before we end the conversation, uh, Z Jamil, what are your hopes and dreams for yourself for the and for the world?
1: Okay, my hope, since we are moving towards 2024, uh, my hope, it, this is something that I've been visualising for the past few years. I want to be the most renowned emotional intelligence practitioner in Asia or the world if I can.
2: Wow.
1: Because... This information is out there but it's just an information. People don't really practice it because they don't know how. Like things that I've shared with you, I believe you've heard it, right? You've read about it. But if you get to penetrate into people and get them to at least practice one, just imagine how many lives can we save? How many marriages? can be like what you've said earlier, salvaged, right? Mm -mm. So, my dream is to go big. I used to play small. I used to doubt myself a lot. But through emotional intelligence, I believe that I have to be big so that I can reach out to more people. It's Mm -hmm. not for me, but it's... You know, when you are big, at least you can reach out to more people, right? You can do more great things, right? So that is the motivation now. So I yes. hope I'll be Dr. Z Jamil in five, six, seven years, inshallah.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. So does that mean you have to take PhD or something?
1: Yes. So I'll be registering for my master's in March. So um, master's in human man- human resource management. I hope I can do it fast. And then I'm I hope I can quickly immediately do my PhD.
0: Yes. Mm, okay. In
1: intelligence.
0: okay. Wonderful. Uh Z Thank you so much for sharing your stories thank with me. Thank you so me.
1: much for the invitation.
0: Yes, you are an inspiration to me and I love talking to you about this whole journey. I think it's such a great, you know, an eye opening to me. Um, I feel like I know a whole new person. I feel like there's a lot I need to improve. I hope the listeners will find value in this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and I really hope that this podcast, whether mine or all your guests' podcasts, will reach out to as many people because you are changing people's lives, you are impacting people's lives. So keep doing it. Okay,
0: all right, thank you. Support the HE podcast via a one-time donation, a monthly subscription from as low as $1, a lifetime membership, and purchase HE's exclusive collection of merchandise and for all other business inquiries at buymeacoffee.com slash Thank you for listening to HE. The new episode is available every Thursday and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at rafirids one and at He Podcast for all the updates and behind the scenes. Once again, thank you for listening to He with Riffy one